Hello from Northridge Drive, Morris, Minnesota, on this Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020, when we are in the midst still of this, well, I guess you could still call it a shutdown, although things are loosening up a little bit. We cross our fingers, but we still have to be prepared, I think, for some, some worrisome things, especially as we get into the fall. Well, I am recording this as a supplement to a blog post today that I have written, inspired by the memory of utility baseball player Hector Lopez of the 50s and 60s. We remember him especially from his play with the Yankees in the early 1960s when the team had a dynasty going. And I'm going to recite here from the autobiography of second baseman Bobby Richardson, who was a key player along with Lopez during those salad days for the Yankees. They went into a slump after 64, but then they came back again pretty good in subsequent years. All right, so the book, it's called The Bobby Richardson Story. And it's an old paperback in my household that we acquired way back, well, when I was a little kid. And I was interested in the Yankees as were Many of my friends, we were big fans of the Twins, but we also followed the Yankees. Um, here we go. I shall recite here. So, and it focuses on the 1961 season, which was their most impressive season. Here we go. It was an easy season, and the Yanks put away the pennant early, due largely to the tremendous hitting of Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. I, meaning Bobby Richardson, led the team in hits, 173, and collected 49 RBIs, but that record couldn't hold a candle to Rogers' mark of 61 home runs and 142 RBIs. Mantle wrapped out 54 homers and picked up 128 RBIs. That was the year when Rogers' achievement in breaking Babe Ruth's record of 60 home runs in a season earned for the slugging right fielder the coveted Hickok belt, marking him as the top professional athlete of the year. Among other awards, he repeated as the American League's most valuable player. I remember the pressure Roger was under in the closing games of the 1961 season. Reporters hounded him everywhere and fired the same question again and again. Do you think you're going to surpass Ruth's record? On one occasion, when Maris had homered in a game, the reporters poured into the locker room looking for him and completely bypassed Elston Howard's locker. Ellie had hit a three-run homer in the same game, but hardly anybody noticed. I played in every contest that season, and sometimes with the pennant pressure off, it was hard to keep alert hour after hour through the long double headers. Occasionally, I'd pretend to be announcing the game over the radio. I did that once in a game at Chicago with nearly disastrous results. Quote, and now here comes Pete Ward, I said to myself, ball one. Curveball, ball two, fastball. Here's the next one. Ward swings and there's a grounder to set. 
Alt, that's me. I came to life in time to stop the ball, but not cleanly. It bounced off my chest and was called a hit, but I knew it should have been an error. Okay, that's the end of what I'm going to quote here. Bobby Richardson actually did make an error in 1964 in the World Series that was costly. It's hard to say that any one play costs a team a World Series, but I feel kind of sad. You know, you invest your life in mastering a position on the ball field, and then it's impossible to put behind you, I'm sure, the notoriety of that miscue. St. Louis Cardinals may have won the World Series in 64 because of it, although there were probably other pivotal stages during the series anyway. The Yankees closed out their dynasty of that period in 64 and then went into a pretty drastic, uh, you might call it a free fall after that, especially 1966. They placed last in the American League. Of course, us Twins fans were having plenty of fun with our team during that period of time. The 1960s, if only we could erase the Vietnam War. How about that? Otherwise, there were so many exciting things going on for young people to enjoy. But we had the war, we had the civil rights struggle, and some dark things happening too. But there was time for fun if you were a kid, and if you were a kid, you couldn't change the world. We couldn't change the world on our own anyway. Oh, a lot of us tried. A lot of the older kids did. But the young kids know. I would have been nine years old in 1964. We do relish a lot of the memories. Well, have a good day.